I'm Chief Cheryl Victorian. This is Waco PD on the beat. Whether it's crime or just getting to know the Waco Police Department, we're here to talk about things that matter most to you. Well, hello, Waco, and welcome to Waco PD on the Beat. I'm Sierra Shipley, your public information officer for the Waco Police Department. And I'm Officer AJ Smith, the Crime Stoppers Coordinator for McLennan County. And this is our community episode where we bring on maybe someone out in the community, a different organization, how us as a police department might work with them, or if we have an event going on ourselves. And this time around, we actually have retired Chief Brent Stroman here here and he is now the I guess executive director of the 100 club that's correct that's right very good so before we get into kind of what the 100 club is tell us a little bit about yourself because you were chief here once at Waco PD so uh, tell us about your stint here at the department and how you got into the 100 club sure I actually began as a police officer uh, 1977 and started on patrol and stayed on patrol for several years and had the opportunity to serve in different areas and to advance to the department, and then and, uh, became for the last eight years of my career, and uh, thoroughly enjoyed my time here in Waco and with the Waco Police Department. Well, you said that one of your goals when you, when you did become chief was kind of start the 100 Club here in Waco. Is that right? Correct. I uh, as I came into chief, I I had a to do list, and on my to do list was uh, 100 Club. And or to begin a 100 club. And we'd had uh, a couple of different attempts throughout the years in the department, but uh, none of them seemed to just catch hold. And uh, so I was real fortunate to be able to get something started uh, like, like this at the police department. And that was in uh, 2010. So what exactly is a 100 club? Because I, I didn't even know until I think December's when your fundraiser was. When I was at your fundraiser, someone introduced the group, and I was like, oh, that's what this actually is. So I've heard of it my whole five years here, but for people that don't know, sure, kind of clarify that. Sure. The 100 Club is a, it's a nonprofit organization, and we provide support and resources, financial and otherwise, for families of our police and firefighters in McLennan County who have been killed or injured in the line of duty. And why was that so important to bring that in to the Waco area? Well, the... There are, a lot, there are a lot of resources that are provided, but sometimes the families just need extra, uh, extra help during this period of time. And it's actually a way to support our uh, first responders, police and fire, and, uh, with, with, and their families during these times of tragedy or during times of critical need. Was there a specific passion you had for... As an organization like this, knowing that you wanted to get it started, did you see it somewhere else and wanting it to be here in Waco? Where did that come from? Absolutely. 100 clubs uh, are formed throughout the country and throughout the state. And uh, when, we, when I began to thinking about ours, there was nothing like this in this area. And uh, so we turned to uh, or we looked at a model out of the Houston area and of course, they're a, it's a mega organization where they cover 18 counties and have a multi-million dollars worth of funds. But uh, that was kind of our original model. And uh, so as we formed and as we started working on things, uh, we, we spoke with them. We actually had somebody come and talk to us about them, about their organization. And that's how we formed our club. Our ride-along program is a great opportunity to get to know what it's like to be an officer for a day. By simply filling out an application, you can ride in a patrol car with an officer on duty to see what it's like to serve and protect your community. 
You cannot, however, ride if you have an active warrant. The ride-along program is monitored based on COVID-19 cases. Currently, cases have been low enough to reopen this program. And we request that you ride along for a minimum of two hours, and rides are not available on Thursdays. But for additional guidelines on submitting a ride-along request, you can visit the Waco Police Department and ask for a ride-along form. And that was back in 2010. So did you guys start out with like a small group of, I guess, like a board of directors and just kind of have expanded from there? Exactly. Uh, when, I, when I first started it, uh, we were uh, primarily looking at our police officers, and specifically Waco police officers. I wanted it for the Waco Police Department. And as I uh, started looking at things, I realized that uh, Waco community is great uh, and uh, support is great, but it would not be enough to be able to uh, build our club the way that I envisioned it being. So at that point, I started looking at other uh, chiefs and others in the areas that could help me out with that. And the uh, first person I called on was uh, Sheriff Larry Lynch, who was a sheriff, McLennan County Sheriff at that time. And I knew that uh, Larry had uh, uh, reaches throughout the county since he was a county sheriff. And then I looked at two other chiefs in the areas that were my personal friends and that I worked with, and that was Joe Sackery in Woodway. He was the chief and uh, city manager out in Woodway at that time. And Denny Stapleton, who was the uh, chief in Lacey Lakeview. So it was the four of us that started meeting together and formed our first uh, uh, board of directors. We, we looked throughout the community and looked for some community leaders and also some that would help us financially support the club. And we formed our first board. And so we were incorporated in, as a uh, nonprofit in 2012 with our first board. Nice. And our, that board served and continues to serve and some of the members on the original board are still on the board. And then the board of advisors was, was first formed, and that was myself and, and Larry Lynch, Denny Stapleton, and Joe Sackery. That's awesome. Very good. So does it usually take law enforcement entities to start a 100 club, or could it have been anyone that started it? You just kind of started the ball rolling. Right. It, it could be anyone in the community could actually start it. And it was just that uh, I just I saw – it was something I wanted to do and wanted to set up, and that's how we kind of started. And and then the other the, the other uh, chief uh, Zachary Stapleton and sheriff all had the same vision, and uh, we brought on the board of directors that had the same vision, and it just grew from there. And it seemed like at that fundraiser that you guys had a lot of community partners that weren't so much law enforcement but just wanted to support. Has it kind of shifted and it's? You know, the core group of you guys that are on the board, plus lots of civilians now? Absolutely. Uh, I'll say that uh, we started off as law enforcement only. And so it was uh, police officers and sheriff's deputies, and it was all of the law enforcement in the county, whether they were federal, state, county. And then as uh, in 2014, uh, we added fire. And so now all of our fire responders, uh, firefighters in McLennan County are in the club. And so as we grew, that was the other thing, too, is we knew that um, there was a lot of support for law enforcement. We also knew that there was a need, the same type of need for our firefighters in McLennan County. And so as we added them, not only did we add uh, uh, coverage and service members, members that we would uh, be, be helping, families that we'd be helping, but we also added a larger piece of the community to help support that. Nice. And so, yes, we, we have... Um, we have our memberships, which uh, help fund 
uh, our club. We have uh, community partners, which give us donations. Uh, we have some uh, community groups, which do fundraising events, and we get the proceeds from that for our club. And so the, our community, is, it, it's, it's just unbelievable the amount of support that we have in McLennan County for law enforcement and all of our first responders. That is something that I've noticed firsthand, and I tell many people, like, I don't know if I could be a police officer outside of this area because I can't go to lunch without someone saying thank you for what I do or tell me how they support us. And hearing that they're supporting your organization just shows that they're putting their money where their mouth is, so to speak. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, And I've, as serving as chief and assistant chief, uh, I've been uh, in different organizations and gone to different places throughout the state and throughout throughout the nation. And I can say without a doubt, we, we have something special here in McLennan County with the way that our uh, first responders work together, our police, our firefighters. And uh, do we have egos? Yes, we have egos. <laughs> uh, a little friendly competition every now and then. A little friendly competition. <laughs> but, uh, and, it, and we have disagreements, and we had disagreements. And, but there was never a time that we couldn't sit down and work out, our, uh, work out things together for the benefit of providing quality service for our citizens. So this this is just a phenomenal area. We've uh, I, I've I've had I had a lot of support as chief. Uh, that comes from uh, within the city, the, the city uh, management, city directors, uh, within the city council, uh, and within the community. And so it's just this club is just a uh, kind of an outgrowth of that, and it gives our citizens an opportunity to really uh, show their support for our first responders in McLennan County. Absolutely. And I think that's so important. And, you know, we've said it already, but we're blessed here in Waco for the, for the support that our our community members give our local police officers and, and firefighters. But why is it so important for a 100 Club to include law enforcement, but also include those civilian partners as well? Well, the civilian partners are a funding source. Uh, that's, that's because we... Uh, we are a service organization which uh, provides uh, resources, and it's, a lot of times it's financial. Most of the time it is financial resources to these families of our first responders that are killed or injured. And so there, that does take some financial, uh, so takes some money. And so it's important for our uh, community to show their support, uh, either through donations or through our membership. Uh, majority of our uh, uh, funds come in, through membership and through different events that we have. And then we had, do have some funding partners, what we call funding partners, who hold events for us. Absolutely. Nice. And I'm sure it's a little nerve-wracking, too, for any nonprofit to go, well, I don't, you know, are we going to get the funding? Where is it going to come from? And, and how are we going to continue that? But over the years that the 100 Club has been here, how have you seen it grow and the amount of support come into the club? The support has has really been uh, phenomenal over over all the years that we've developed. Uh, funding has been a little difficult sometimes, and uh, we uh, we provide a uh, with for our for our uh, first responders how we provide the service is we actually buy an insurance policy. The club buys an insurance policy that covers our first responders, and so each year we come up with the money to pro- to pay for that insurance policy. And there's been years where it's been a little lean. And there's been years where we had an executive director that had to uh, uh, continue in, in the job but not receive a pay, and that was that was voluntary. Uh, but uh, that was done through their part. 
And so we're very, as far as financial, uh, the uh, we're very lean, I should say, in our in our uh, our budget, except for we do pay for that insurance policy, and that insurance policy is without cost to any of our first responders. It doesn't cost them a dime. It doesn't cost their family a dime. They don't even have to be a member of the organization to receive uh, any kind of a benefit or any kind of a uh, service from that. Uh, And the insurance policy, the way it is right now, we cover close to 2,200 first responders in McClendon County. We just added uh, jailers, uh, and we just added our medical uh, emergency responders. That's wonderful. So we've, we've grown and been able to do that. And so that policy, cost of the policy went up a little bit, but we've been very fortunate this last year in our finances, and we've been very blessed with the community support and how we have, uh, how we've grown over this last year to be able to do that. That's awesome. So why would you say that it was important for you yourself to kind of continue being in the law enforcement world, so to speak, after retirement? I just, uh, I love policing. I love law enforcement. It's it's a it's a passion of mine. Uh, I have I've transitioned out of that, <laughs> so I am uh, I am now retired. Uh, but some things you can't you just can't stop doing or or seeing as you as you you know do things. Uh, for an example, I was pulling up to my house the other day, and or I usually before I ever come up to a stop in my car, I undo my seatbelt. Yep. And, and my wife my wife says, "What are you doing?" And I said, I'm sorry, this is just what I do <laughs> and what I've been it's doing. So it's a habit. And so, uh, so anyway, I just, I just love it. Uh, the, it's an honorable profession. Uh, there's, so many, there's so many negative things going on right now with the, the talk, but uh, I guarantee you the, uh, the police in McLennan County uh, is it, not affected by that. They, they still do their job. They still do quality work. They're professionals and the men and women that do this job, and the men and women that support them uh, in the department and provide the support for them. Uh, it's, it's still something that I just have a, I have a passion for it. And I just I want to be able to take, help take, continue to take care of these folks. And, uh, and this is a, a way that I feel like I can do that. The Waco Police Department Crime-Free Housing Program is designed to build a partnership between police and owners or managers of rental properties to keep drugs and other illegal activity off property. This program calls on management to make steps toward providing a clean and safe living environment for the citizens of Waco by asking them to spend a little time and a little money to benefit their residents. This will also benefit the property managers as well. For more information on the crime-free housing program, visit the Waco Police Department website at wacopolice.com. I think it's so great to know that our law enforcement, our firefighters, and EMS now and those jailers know that they have someone that's standing by them that's saying, hey, if you need help, we're here. If, if something's going on, we're here. Because I think just knowing that can help that person, that first responder, get through the next day. Because there are tough days, right? And we just uh, what, the way we look at our organization, we just kind of it. We we do what we can do with the resources, and uh, but we just want it to be able to help these the families and sometimes the the officers of the uh, if, if it's needed for some type of an injury or something like that. So, how many folks have been able to benefit from your help? We've had we've had a little over twenty families last year in the last year alone uh, wow. last well the last 10 years i'm sorry 10 years 10, okay. 10 years 
And uh, so resource-wise, as far as uh, financial, it's been a little close to $120,000 that we've been able to, to, to either through donations or through the club itself be able to provide for these families for different different events. Right. I mean, that's 20 more that's, families that got the help than right. without you guys being here, they we, wouldn't have we've had never, that. We've never had a situation where we have said some, we will not help. So those are those are twenty families, or in some cases the officers or the, the, the officers ever and the firefighters have reached out and we've been able to do some type of assistance for them because of the support that we get from the community and being able to get that those donations. And that was kind of my next question: is so they had reached out to the one hundred club saying, "Hey, this is what we need assistance for. This is how we need your help." On, on occasion, but then sometimes there's things which uh, an event which triggers our club to, to uh, go and ask. And we always like to make sure that uh, we're not stepping, stepping on any toes and we always want to make sure that the family is, uh, is wants some assistance. Uh, we, we're not just going to go in and do something which uh, is not wanted. And we, and we work with the agencies, the different agencies or the different groups, uh, to make sure that what we're doing doesn't conflict and works in with what they're, uh, the services that they're providing also. Have there been any situations where... You guys have tried to provide help, but it hasn't been welcomed. Or not at all. It? Not at all. That's good. every every the the agencies are that we've worked with, and I, we've worked with uh, state and county and, and local agencies, and they're all they're already those agencies are already in the process of uh, uh, helping the families or trying to help the families or the officers in some cases, and uh, all we're doing is just uh, helping with that. And providing that, right. And uh, in some cases, we'll we may have a situation which uh, would not qualify for a insurance payout uh, to a family. But what we can do on that is what we typically do is we'll set up a separate account and uh, 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 ask for donations for the family through that account. And that money, every bit of that money, goes directly to the family. Oh wow. That's amazing. And well, what's one thing that you wish that the community would know more about the One Hundred Club, or what? What do you hope the community might understand if they hear the name One Hundred Club? The first thing they think of. Just think of uh, first of all, think of our uh, first responders and it, how uh, how how fortunate we are living in this area or wherever to for wherever they happen to wherever the person happens to live to the first responders that uh, answer a call for service to their home or for their family. And then think of uh, the support that uh, those folks, those men and women, uh, might need on the job, and especially what their family might need. Something should have something ever happened to them, and then they can they can uh, uh, help with that support by membership with our club uh, or a jo- or a donation with our club. Yeah. How would one be able to you know make a donation, become a member, get involved more? We have a website. Uh, www100. Uh, <laughs> Let's think about it for a second. Hold <laughs> okay. on, let me look it up real quick. Let me look it up. <laughs> 100clubhot.com. <laughs> Where does the name come from? Is there it's it's uh, it? 100 Club actually uh, started uh, back on the north in the northeast coast uh, many years ago. Okay. And had an officer that was uh, killed in line of duty, and uh, one of the businessmen, and he had a he had a, a wife and some young kids and one of the businessmen in that community asked a hundred of his friends to donate money for the family. 
And so that's kind of how it started. It's, that's how it spread throughout the country. Yeah. That's cool. And just pulled it up, 100clubhot.com. You're right. Yeah. yeah. You got it. Because I, I looked it up. There's a McLennan one. and The McLennan one is actually how we were originally incorporated. Okay. And so we have transitioned to that to 100 Club, Heart of Texas. Very good. All right. So now we know. And what has been probably, since you've implemented the 100 Club, what's probably been the biggest, most exciting maybe story you can share about, you know, you guys know you're doing the the right thing. You know you're on the right track, and you don't want to give up. Well, we had a, uh, uh, I guess our, fortunately, we, as, as far as line of duty death, we've been really, really fortunate. We have not had that occur since the club. But we did have, except for one, and that happened to be a Falls County uh, deputy, uh, excuse me, a Limestone County deputy, uh, who was uh, uh, killed out on Highway 6. And then we had a McLennan County chief that was injured same same incident it was a traffic uh, accident uh, related while they were out investigating traffic accident and uh, so with that uh, we were able to uh, work through our insurance policy and able to provide uh, the deputy's wife with a, a check for twenty five thousand dollars wow. and uh, they were a young couple uh, and uh, she she could use the money she needed the money uh, and was able to use the money and with the chief, uh, we were able to provide some of his medical expenses, uh, and it's an ongoing uh, medical issue, and, and we're working with the insurance company right now to see if there's any additional monies that might be able to uh, that given to him. So that was that was a, a firsthand example of something that we were able to do with the, the policy that we have for our first responders. And then there's been a lot of other things, just just being involved in the events. Uh, some of the community events and seeing the people that are there and the people, how they respond uh, to the club and, and to what we do, that's been, that's been rewarding. And uh, so those are some really, really neat things to be out in the community, to be able to talk about the club and see the response that we get from the community. Yeah. And how, uh, I think that just goes to show that you guys deal with a lot of really hard moments in the time of the officers and the families' lives. But to know that you're there, I think it just goes back to that comfort of knowing that they're not alone. Absolutely. And one of the, one of the, uh, one of the things that we worked with over the last few years is actually with Waco PD Victim Services and Melissa and her, Melissa Bassetta and her team. And uh, to where now I think that uh, I know Waco PD and maybe some of the other uh, uh, agencies in the county now have a, uh, a process. They have a line of duty death uh, mm-hmm. process that they go through, and uh, that was actually helped develop by our former executive director, she, Sandy Pekacek. She worked with Melissa, and uh, so and it's it's a model. And Melissa, I'm, I'm sure, still uses that. And uh, so so those are the you know just being there for those type of resources too, and along with some of the financial resources that we can provide right right now looking into the future we'll say 100 years because it's the hum 100 club that's right that's great <laughs> you know we're, we're all long gone but what is something that you hope continues what, what do you hope the future holds for the 100 sure. club okay so when when we started one of the things that i after we started one of the things that i wanted to 
build set up was an endowment because kind of with a nonprofit, once you get the endowment set up, then that kind of sustains, helps sustain the, the effort. And so I, I'm happy to report that as of early this year, we actually now have an endowment that has been set up. Nice. We had a really generous uh, uh, gift, a donation last year that we were able to use toward that. And then we had a really successful banquet, or uh, yeah, banquet this year. And so we've been able to fund uh, an endowment. We've got that set up. And going forward, uh, that was one thing, uh, but uh, we're at about 125000 and I want a $1 million endowment in the next 10 years, <laughs> right, if, sure. if not sooner. Sure. And so, uh, you know, we're, that's, that's kind of my, my goal is because I know that once we, we get there, uh, it'll completely, that, that endowment will completely sustain our insurance uh, for, these, for these folks. Yeah. And uh, so I, that's, that's what I want. Uh, and along with just uh, uh, being able to increase our services. So uh, the other thing that we're, we, we just set up a, uh, to kind of reach out to the families in addition, we just set up a, a, a MCC scholarship with the MCC Foundation. So we have a scholarship, nice. a $1,000 scholarship that uh, for the next school year uh, we'll be able to award that. And then we're looking at, uh, we just added our jailers and our uh, um, emergency medical and so we're looking at other 100 clubs and see what other uh, services they provide to uh, support staff within the agencies. And then also, uh, of course, we're, we always have an annual fundraiser, so we always want money for that. Uh, but the other thing that's kind of neat is uh, right now we're working on looking at adding adjacent counties. Oh, so right now nice. we're, right now we're, uh, we're McLennan County-centered. And we support the uh, first responders in McLennan County, but uh, uh, we've got a couple of our board members uh, who are drafting policies to see what it would take to be able to add uh, our adjacent counties if, if they want to, to come on board with us. And so we're looking at expanding our service area and our services and in the way of support for our first responders. That's awesome. That's incredible. So why, why expand to the surround? Why is it important to incorporate multiple counties into one 100 club then have McLennan has a 100 club Falls County has a 100 club and so on well it just it just uh it it, it's just more effective and really more efficient to do that and and early on early early on uh I was approached I was I was chief and we just formed I had the uh, police chief in Marlin at that time approach me and said we want to be part of this and we want to be a part of the 100 club and we just weren't set up to be able to do that at that time. And we just didn't have the resources to do it, and we really didn't have the infrastructure to do that. And uh, so that was early, early on. And it's we've, we've talked about it as a club and as a board now for several years, and we look at other 100 clubs, and they kind of have, have done that. But uh, we just, we have other, the, the, the counties around us have the same need that we do, and it's just that we may have, um, we have the infrastructure set up and be able to add them to it and be able to cover the same level of coverage in these other adjacent counties uh, that we have in McLennan County. And so it's kind of an exciting thing uh, to, to do, and we just want to be careful with it. We don't want to grow faster than we can handle it, uh, but we think that uh, we think that uh, this is something that's on the near horizon that we'll be doing something like this. Wonderful. That's awesome, yeah, because it seems like it'd be easier for you guys to help 
by expanding as opposed to right. This is our model. Try and replicate right. it. Yeah, they would. They would just come in. And they would just fit right into our organization, uh, kind of as an umbrella and uh, with us, and uh, have the same level of service that uh, that we provide. And some of these counties aren't uh, aren't as populated, especially the ones immediately around us. Yeah. And so, uh, but the need is still there. Yeah. The absolute need is still there. So. It's something that uh, probably within the next uh, next year might might happen. Exciting. And so these these are kind of things in the that I see as as a as growing and and my if you want to talk about my vision is, yeah. is my vision is to build this across the state and I'm not talking about uh, Heart of Texas uh, 100 Club Heart of Texas I'm talking about 100 clubs across the state so that every county is attached. Do you know how many in Texas are right now? I do. I do not. It's it's uh, it's it's more than what I thought. I, I remember it being uh, more than ten. Okay, uh, but and still, and as big as Texas, right. more than ten. Eh, it's right. not very much. And, and there's yeah, nothing immediately around us. Uh, the uh, temple and uh, the temple and Belton area is actually covered by a club out of Austin, right. and so uh, but there's nothing to the north or east or south. And so when we have a uh, such as the uh, DPS. Uh, trooper that was uh, killed uh, in Limestone County, uh, there was no 100 club in that area. Now, Houston Club came in and helped support the family because uh, their, their, their mission is where there's not one, they'll step in. And so they came in and helped with that. But as far as the uh, direct benefit to the family, there wasn't anything. And our club was able to uh, provide some resources, although it wasn't in our, as part of our insurance policy. But we were provide. We, we made a donation along. We gathered some money from the community, and we were able to provide uh, his wife with a check. Right. For that. Well, are there any more events coming up soon that people can help donate to, or anything like that that's coming up at the end of the year? The what we're we're going to really push for membership uh, between now and the end of the year, and we I'd really like to grow our club by a hundred members, and if we were to do that, uh, then we'd be able to pay for our insurance policy as it as it is right now. Uh, with our membership, and then we'll have a members meeting coming up, and typically uh, that's uh, during the Heart of Texas Fair, and our membership meeting, uh, they get uh, our members will get tickets to the fair to get into the fair, and then we'll provide a meal for them, and then we'll do our club business at that membership meeting, and uh, that's that's what's going on at the end of the year, and then uh, toward the end of the year, and then next year we're already planning for our uh, fundraising event. Uh, we've already got the location and we've got the date. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's April the 27th, which is a Thursday, and it's going to be at Lee Lockwood, and that's going to be our annual fundraising event. And uh, this is going to be different than past uh, events where it was a sponsor. It's going to be a little bit different. We're still going to have table sponsors, but we're also going to open this up to our members and our community if they want to uh, come and support with a ticket. Uh, then we're going to be selling tickets to the community, and so. It'll be something to look forward to as, as we get closer and get things locked in. We'll start putting that information out. Was that the same dinner that you guys did at the Arboretum? Absolutely. Okay, so if you do open it up to the public, I definitely recommend it. It was good food and it was a good time. Absolutely. So, and then you have the chance to bid on some items. Absolutely. But you got to stay on top of it or you'll get out <laughs> quick. It's going to be the same type of event. It's just going to be bigger. That's so. awesome. That's good. That's bigger good. and better. Yeah, we, we raised over $70,000. Uh, wow. Through our silent auction and through our table sales uh, for awesome. that event, and uh, every bit of that goes back to uh, our first responders and the needs that, that 
they or their families might have. That's great. Yeah. How can people stay up to date with upcoming events or fundraising? Anything that they can do, where should they go? A Facebook page, and also we have on our website, uh, we, they can follow it on the website. So. And so you said Facebook page. What is the Facebook page name people can follow? 100 Club of Hardy, Texas. Wonderful. All right. Well, thank you so much. You Ret- I said retired, but you still Chief Stroman, right? They, they say once, <laughs> once a chief, every always a chief. Always a but, chief. But I go by, I go by that or Brent. thank you chief for joining us here on this episode anything else you'd like to say before we wrap it up i I just appreciate the opportunity uh this is something that uh is the club is something which is really supported by the community and i'm I'm happy to be a part of it really happy to be a part of that and i appreciate y'all taking the time to allow me to talk about Hey, absolutely. Yes. Anytime, you're always welcome. Okay, thank you. <laughs> well, yeah. thank, thank you guys for listening here this week. And help out the 100 Club. Thank you for those who have already helped out and, and have continued to help. But if you have a heart and a passion to help your local law enforcement, then please, 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 please look up uh, 100 Club Heart of Texas because they're doing some great things out there. So thanks again, you guys. I'm Sierra Shipley, the Public Information Officer. And I'm Officer AJ Smith, the Crime Stoppers Coordinator. Have a good one. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good one, Waco. Till next time. Waco PD on the beat. The heartbeat serving 